When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, awesomes. Welcome back to Sorta Awesome. I'm your host, Meg Teets. I'm joined today on this Monday, as I often am, by my sometimes co-host, all the time husband, Kyle. Regularly belligerent person. You say that. How are you feeling? I'm special. You feel belligerent already? I feel belligerent. Okay. Let's go. I dare you. (laughs) Right. We have been a little spotty on the recording lately, as as we've mentioned. That's not entirely true. It's not. I've recorded six episodes on my own. (laughs) You've refused to air them. Granted, the language was a little rough. Yes. Um... We've been on a roller coaster of sickness and health in our whole family. That's funny. I've not found health anywhere along this roller coaster. <laughs> it's all sickness and depravity. I hate it. Which could explain my cantankerous nature. And that's very possible. Although I don't think it takes a big dose of sickness to make you How dare you? How <laughs> dare you? You married me. What's that say of your judgment? Ooh, sick burn on me. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Okay, so it is, it's the beginning of a new week. We are at the top of a new It's year. January 1st. Nope. You are, you missed that train by uh, more than a few days. Depending on when you air this. I can't go back in time. You could. There's, mm. there's a way to post date things. <laughs> Don't ask me how I know. Okay. So, yeah, but we're here. We're good. We're sipping coffee. Coffee, whiskey. Enjoying Cigarettes, wild women, all the things. All the things. We're we're basically a country song. Cigarettes. What? Whiskey and wild, (laughs) wild women. That's a great country song. Everyone should go listen to it right now. Pause this video, which is an audio form, and go listen to that song. What's a cigarette? It's a cigarette. Oh. Don't get fancy. Cigarettes and whiskey and wild, wild women. They'll drive you crazy. Mm. They'll drive you insane. Okay. As the song goes. That was a... The dogs are going a little insane. Dog, yes. Um, Let's talk about some things that we've been watching. We do like to talk about watching and reading and listening. I've been watching the neighbors through the front hedgerow. Thankfully, none of them listen to this show. They don't even know to be alarmed. <laughs> they they kind of like it, let's be honest. 
you they have, get alarmed at first but then they're like oh no it's kyle put on a show yeah. it's kyle we want him to come back and keep watching what they don't know is that you're also secretly filming for your secret tiktok channel yes that's just our neighbors i call it TikTok. Oh it's gosh. a separate thing okay. and not because it shows anything risque but mainly because i'm dickish okay well <laughs> That all works together nicely. It does. Um, but speaking of things that are risque, you yourself have started a rewatch out of the blue. Uh, did not know you were going to do this. This is not risque. What? What have you been watching? Well, I've been watching Game of Thrones mm -hmm. or capital G, lowercase o, capital T. Excellent. For those in the know. That's good internet speak. How but it's not risque. How? How is it risque? Every single episode is negative with risque. Ghost writer, negative. Do you know what risque means? Do you have you even read the dictionary? I actually ever, have. bro. Do you remember in Bruh. elementary school when I read the dictionary and I looked up the definition of dude? And when you spell it D O O D, it's a ward on a camel's butt. Yes, I remember that with explicit. Clarity. I feel like we're going to need a fact check on that. Um, feel free. Pause the video. Go look it up. I would not lie about <laughs> such a thing. <laughs> it's the video audio. Everyone knows this. Everyone knows this. When I was in elementary school in Gifted and Talented, I'm sorry. Oh, Flex, okay? I'm sorry. Look at her. Oh, she's so gifted. And... Let's not forget talented. When I was in elementary school. What a douchey thing to say. <laughs> I can't help it. It's important to yeah. the story. Yeah, of course it is. It's the definition. I knew, I knew as soon as I started the story, I was, I was like, well, I'm either gonna I'm either gonna take a path where I say this out loud or I don't. Literally said it and I simultaneously throat vomited just a little bit. I'm so sure you're gonna sit here and act like you were also not in gifted and talented. Whether I was or wasn't, spoiler, I was. I'm not out here flexing on my grade school accomplishments. Okay. Anyway, we... Let's be honest. Let's be honest. We have grade schoolers in our home. Yeah. If one of them were gifted and or talented, do they even measure up in the world of adults? No, you're still an embarrassment. You're a child. The most gifted thing you do is still lackluster and unaccomplished. <laughs> okay. So right, take that, that take that trash somewhere else. You feel better about your. your I outperformed you children on this video game. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has turned into a lot longer of a walk than I ever intended. All I was going basically to basically what you wanted to say is you were gifted and believe it or not talented. Now go ahead. We got that out of the way. The giftedness and the talentedness well, of it all. In my... Because let us, let us not forget, never forget the giftedness and, and the talentedness. Okay. <laughs> no, I was waiting. Okay. Yeah, all right. Now, in... GT. GT class. This is what the hot kids called it. In, GT. In GT class, which, by the way... My district only had one campus that yeah they had to bus they yeah, had to bus people in over. yeah played a game called Balderdash yeah where we did read the dictionary you had to read the dictionary to get a definition for word and then you make up the words it was a lot of fun actually all of that to say I have read the dictionary it's enjoyable okay. I've also read encyclopedias yeah. so what do you want to do about that all right encyclopedia Brown here's the thing 
Now, granted, I was a child decades before you were. We didn't have games and BS. We had a six-inch thick dictionary. It was on a podium as though it were a holy book. Exactly, it was. This is where I looked up the definition of dude and found out that spelled in the way that I previously mentioned. It is a ward on a camel's butt, which was quite humorous to me at that age. I'm confident it was. And to me at this age as Mm -hmm. well. Yes. Because I never matured, and that's okay. We started down this path because I don't think you know what risque means. If you think Tell me, dude. <laughs> what did he do? If you don't think that G-O-T is risque, what, what, how, what would, you, would you use to apply to that show? That's opening episode deals with incest, nudity, in the same scene, actually, if I recall correctly. Also, I don't know if that was all in the opening episode. It's definitely in the first season. Yeah. Is that risque in today's Pretty in sure. today's judgment of what yes. is and what isn't? I don't know anymore. I've seen listen, call me a grizzled old warrior. I've seen some <laughs> man. Okay. I don't know. What? Now you think you're gonna edit that out? <laughs> There's no way to do so. <laughs> yes, I will purposely talk in a rambling way so you cannot edit that. <laughs> okay. Um And I said the thing that you edited out. Okay. I'm. That's great for you if you don't think that Game of Thrones is risque. Let's just talk about the fact that you're doing a rewatch Listen, of it. In all, in all seriousness, I've watched a lot of shows, and this one is nowhere near past the midpoint of offensiveness for the things that are out there. Okay. Whatever that means for different people, just to stack all things on a scale, it's not that big of a deal. Okay. Well, I mean, clearly. One person sitting here is a highly sensitive person, and it's not you. Uh, How dare you? I refuse to participate in this episode now, other than to interrupt you occasionally. Go ahead. And I interrupted you. (laughs) By occasionally, you mean every sentence or every other sentence? Listen, somebody has to mansplain things to you. Well, And if not me, then who? I'm so glad. If not me, then who? (laughs) That you could mansplain. Who would it be? Game of Thrones <laughs> um, risque level to me. It's just not that risque. I'm not doing a rewatch of Listen, this show. Listen, let's, let's go this path. It bothers me. What? So you watched a show. Damn it. I'm not going to be able to remember the name of it now because that is my Achilles heel of things. There was a show. Um, no, not going to be able to not going to be able to relate it in a way you can remember. There's a sitcom popular a decade or more ago that you watched about a gal and a gay dude and a bunch of other people and risqueness and constant conversation about sexual exploits and stuff. And it's okay if you don't remember the title of it because I can't think of it. But it was even, there. Even the people who yell at their phones when they know the answer are like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, they can't. About? That's the beauty. They can't yell right now. They're just like, "Damn, should I remember that show?" Um, are you thinking of Will and Grace? Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yes, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Is one of the actors or actresses' last names Messer? Deborah Messing. Messing. Okay, I was close. Ish. Not really. Um, yeah, that thing. I can't believe that from that description, that that was very a, cloudy description that I was able to. That was a pristinely clear definition. Everyone right now is yelling at their phone. Mag, how did you take so long to recognize? <laughs> Everyone knew this. Um, how if Game of Thrones? 
more than a decade later is, as you would put it, risque. How is that not? Um, I, I am truly guessing that we really are working with some different definitions of risque here. Well, plainly, and you've defined it incorrectly. Okay. All right. Good. What I mostly wanted you to just say was whether or not you're enjoying your rewatch of Game of Thrones. This has turned into quite the... Well, I could if I hadn't been qualified as a purveyor of risque material in the oh, lead-in. Oh, that's what you're feeling sensitive about. You're embarrassed. Oh, so now I'm feeling sensitive. That's what you're identifying incorrectly. <laughs> you're Good. Now we've nailed that down. That you like to watch risque. Is that it? Let me show you my browsing history if you think that's rough. What? Oh. Not really. I don't <laughs> hardly ever browse because I know that I'm spied upon by the people. So I deprive myself of all content. Okay. Well, that was a lot. Was it? Yep, it was. Should I put on a turtleneck now? Well, that's up to you. You're wearing a turtleneckish type thing. It's a cowl neck. How do you not feel like somebody with weak hands is strangling you? This is a cowl neck. Look how far down yeah, this goes. Yeah, super weak hands strangling your neck. All right. I have not started this show, but I have been hearing many... This show that we're recording, you haven't started it yet? This show that I'm about to talk about. Our show? No. It's not a podcast. It's a It's not ours? Show. You don't share it? It's a television show that I'm about you to talk about. You just call it my show because you want no credit for what gets put forth on this... That's right. ...station? This channel? On this station? Show? On the radio? Yes. <laughs> it is a radio show. Yep, it is. The old-timey radio show. Well, you need... It's like singing into yonder there tin can. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. There is a show on the television network Showtime. Showtime. Talk about risque. Often is. I have not watched this show, so I cannot tell you. Oh, so you're going to talk about something you know nothing about. I know that it Please is. Please regale me with stories. <laughs> I know that it's causing a lot of buzz, a lot of conversation. It's called Yellow Jackets. And what about Yellowstone? No. That is a show that I tried to entice you into watching, and you were utterly uninterested um, in it. Incorrect. You've seen all the seasons of it without me. Probably. Okay. This show, Yellow Jackets, has a 100% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Do you know how rarely that happens? Well, that makes me think it must suck. You're not going to watch it, so you don't worry your pretty little head about it. This well, is for me. neither is my head little, nor is it pretty. <laughs> okay, listen. Here's the description. I'll worry all I want. <laughs> this is the description. Buckle I'm up. worried. I'm worried. Buckle up. I have my diaper cinched on. Good. Okay. My adult diaper. I got to put my glasses on. All four corners of cinching. (laughs) Good. Now listen, Yellow Jackets tells the narrative of a team of wildly talented high school girl soccer players who survive a plane crash deep in the Ontario wilderness. Okay. They ate each other. End of story. The series chronicles their descent from a complicated but thriving team to warring cannibalistic clans while also tracking the lives they have attempted to piece back together. Notably to me, so it tells a story, it's like there's two narratives running, right? So there's like the story, this Lord of the Flies situation as it unfolds in the wilderness, but also they're later, 25 years later as they're adults. Wait a damn minute. Trying to put their lives back together. Does anyone have a conch? I don't know that they have those in Ontario. Then it's not Lord of the Flies. Okay, Julie can correct me if I'm right or wrong on that. And I think it's called conch. 
that's fine. You can call it what you want. Mm-hmm. I was on the island with the other lords of the flies, and we called it a conch. Now, I sucks don't... to your asmar <laughs> is one of the other phrases yes. we used that's often. Right. That's right. Anybody who's read that story knows what I'm saying. It is pronounced conch, but when I was a child and I read that story for the first time, my mind said conch. And that's cemented in your mind. It's hard, I get it. It's hard to shake. Yes. There is a, such a thing as a conch, but it never replaces the conch. <laughs> <laughs> Notably for me, and one of the main reasons I'm interested in this, besides the fact that like everybody's talking about it right now, is two of the actresses who play these women as their adults 25 years after this plane crash. Were sufferers of herpes simplex. I don't know about that, but it's, the actresses are Christina Ricci and Juliette Lewis. Who- Ricci? Yeah, Christina Ricci of the Adams Family and various other okay. '90s era films. I thought it was Ricci. I'm pretty sure it's Ricci. That's I fine. It just feels weird to say it out loud or yeah. to think about it <laughs> loudly in my brain. The twins went through a phase where they loved, loved, loved watching the '90s films of the Adams Family and then Adams Family Values. And I often would think, like, what happened to Christina Ricci? She's a fantastic actress. Well, here she is on Yellow Jackets well, on Showtime. Here she is. So we're about to. Her jacket out. is yellow. Yeah, I guess she was in that Ontario wilderness. Does for anyone a while. wear a yellow jacket? In the in the show? Yeah. I, I don't know. I haven't watched it. I will report back. Oh my word! I feel so irresponsible. To not know this answer now. Mm-hmm. It's okay. You don't, you, you're not responsible. I told you, this show is not for I feel you. irresponsible for you because you brought it up. <laughs> I'm embarrassed on your behalf. Okay, thank you. I can't help it. Mm-hmm. Any other things that we've been watching to note or plan to watch? Hmm. No. What? Well, never mind. I already talked about it. I've, I've been in, a, in my own unique place. No apologies, no explanations necessary where, yeah, I watch a little bit of Game of Thrones and then I, I switch over. I have a, I have this habit of, which we've, we've discussed this before. Mm-hmm. I have a show I watch while I know I'm going to be awake. And then when oh, I yeah. feel sleepy, I switch it over to another show that I don't feel pressured sure. for falling asleep while it's on, which yeah. is right now for me, burn notice. It's been burn notice before. It mm-hmm. will be again. Um, yeah. So I've watched. Through my closed eyelids, probably more burn notice than I have Game of Thrones. Yes, I think that's fair to say, for sure. You've not been in the room. How would you know? No. Why weren't you in the room? Because I am relegated to laying down with Nico. He's sleeping in a big boy bed now. Big boy bed, but is he? <laughs> that means somebody got to lay down with him. Yeah, does it though? Well, it means you've taken yeah. on that role because... Yeah, I do this with all the children. I find it fascinating, (laughs) the differentiation of your interaction versus, whether you want to spell it out, versus or put VS period, um, my interaction with the children. And neither one of us, I I think it's fair. You tell me, is it unfair to say that we love them equally? Absolutely, yes. It's unfair, absolutely. No, it's fair to say that we love them equally. So... When Nico cries, yeah, which Prince might equate to a dove crying, <laughs> the, or the artist formerly known as Prince, as it were, um, you run into the room and cater to the every whim. I stand in the hallway and bark and say, you're fine. Go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, either way, they go to sleep. One of them is more invasive on the adult than the other. Mm-hmm. What's the better solution? Well, he's the baby. He's the baby. 
Okay. So that's why you've not been sleeping in our marital bed. <laughs> also, I just don't like Game of Thrones. And I accidentally broke my music cozy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> from overuse. Okay. That's my Bluetooth headband in case anyone was wondering. Yeah. And she nicknamed it Music Cozy. That's the literal name. That's it's the brand the name. Literal dick name of it. <laughs> so yes. I I uh, quarantined myself out of our Yeah. Room. Well, we have a hostile marriage right now. Do we? Yes. <laughs> that's news to me. Your version of hostility is avoidance, and that's what's been going on. Oh, okay. Um, I'm by myself. I feel like I'm a bachelor. <laughs> Watching Game of Thrones. Watching Game of Thrones, the plates of oh, yeah, eaten true. leftovers are stacking up in the bedroom. It yeah. looks like a bit of a war zone in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there, that, that ruined the whole romantic image of our marriage. Speaking of romance, let's talk about reads. You haven't read any. I have read six romantic novels in the last two days. No, you have not. I've not been able to stop myself. You're on a kick with the number six. Have you noticed this? Well, because these are the days that occur before the Sabbath. There are six of them. The seventh is the Sabbath. Okay. It's the day of celebration. And it's a celebration for me. Okay. Good. This is what I've been told. It's what I choose to accept. All right. Well, I just finished... A hugely long romance novel. I did not know what I was getting myself into when I started this one. And you didn't read it. I listened to it. Oh. Which means I read it on audio. I read it with my ear eyes. I did. And it was enjoyable. Is that your ear balls? Yes. It is. And I will say that... How can I say this? Um, I don't know. You're making it up as you go at this point. I think that I honestly, this is the first book that I have come across in a very long time that in all honesty and in retrospect, I think I would have enjoyed it more if I had read it with my eyeballs instead of my earballs, because I knew probably 10% into this book that I did not like the narrator, but I just Mm. stuck to it. And it's, and so I'm like, I know that experience. Is this? Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss. Yes. The narrator, who's perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. He really is. He sounds nothing like Chris Voss. And I'd heard Chris Voss prior to hearing the narrator, and so it entirely ruined the audio experience. Got it. Got it. I I think that's what happened here, because I do think that this is a book that I should like. It checks a lot of boxes for me, and I'm going to tell you all the boxes it doth check. Okay. It is a romance, sort of. I will say that, broadly speaking, and I feel very passionately about this, broadly speaking, a romance novel should end with a happily ever after, and this book no. does not. No. A, ro- a true no. romance genre book should end with a happily ever after of some kind. Nope. It does not have to be a marriage. Negative. But the two main characters should be happily together. No, they should end. be miserably separated forever. Now you're just actually trying to make me now, angry, and I really am about to come out of the booth. Well, so. Come out of the booth, ghostwriter, Adam Sandler, whoever you are. This book does not meet that specification. The characters are not happily together at the end. It's a cliffhanger. What I didn't realize also when I started that this is the first in a series, and I did a little side googing, and apparently in the second book, they do get together. Third book, they don't. 
fourth book, who knows, fifth book, now that I've Turmoil. Said, I've said a lot about this book except for the title. This is true. No one knows what you're talking about. And they lost interest. <laughs> Probably so. I'm bad at talking about books, but I'm getting better. So this book is called Burn For Me. Burn For Me? Yes. Is it about STDs? No, it is about a, it's magic. Yeah, so are STDs. <laughs> Ask anybody who's had one. And it I is, haven't, by the way. Okay, good to know. But I've been desperately looking for one. <laughs> if anyone could help guide me. It is written by the author, Ilana Andrews, which, by the way, is a husband and wife romance writing team. That's amazing. I know, right? Wow. So she would have messed it up, but he mansplained it to her? Yeah, that's basically what happened. That feels so, right. Yes. Let me see if I can find the, their um, actual names really quickly. Lana Andrews is it's, um, a husband and wife writing team. Oh, one of Ilana is native born Russian. Uh oh. What? It's propaganda. It's a lot. <laughs> Secret Soviet propaganda. Damn it. We're going to reelect or elect some candidate we didn't intend to. You meddling Russians. Okay. The team is Ilana Gordon and Andrew Gordon. Together they write under the pen name yeah. Ilana Andrews. I had okay. a feeling that the Andrew was his name. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they did it. I they feel vindicated to my own internal argument. That's good. That's good. So the concept here is that we're in a world of magical realism where magic is part of, like, in the 1800s, somebody invented a serum where it made everyone magic. So magic is an accepted part of reality. Okay. But also... I don't want to read it if it's not. <laughs> also, it's realism. So it's it's set in, like, contemporary United States. In fact, the whole thing mm -hmm. takes place in Houston. Sleeper cells? No. Why not? Because that's not how this particular story goes. What a waste. They missed a real opportunity there. So the story involves magic, magical realism, romance, and it takes place in Houston. Houston is important to me because... That is where you lost your virginity. Nope, that is the city of my birth. Same thing. And so... It ticks all of these boxes. You're just going to let that float by. Of course I am. I'm okay. trying to tell you. Okay. Well, I'm desperately trying to disrupt your telling. <laughs> yes, I know this. That this is a book that I should have really loved. But I do think that, first of all, it was like 14 hours worth of listening. Holy. That's a lot, right? Smokestacks, and Batman. And that was on 1.2 speed on Audible. Wow. 14 hours? Yes. No wonder you got jack crap done this week. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> As you very well know, the whole reason that I like to listen to books is because I can do other things with my life while I'm yeah, reading. That's what you say, and yet I walk into a room and you're wearing a headband motionless. <laughs> <laughs> this book, I stuck with it. I was like, I, I need to see it through to the end. I will say, the last quarter of the book last 25% was actually pretty good. But man, the world building, that's the thing that is yeah, yeah. tricky when you're talking about any kind of fantasy element, the yes. world building that goes into it. And it's so necessary, but it can be yes. tedious AF, as the kids say, the whatever that means. Say yes. Yeah. So I did read that. Now, Rebecca and I, on this Friday's episode of Sort of Awesome, we're going to be talking about all kinds you of You skinned a squirrel. I listened to the episode. No, we, we haven't recorded it yet. Oh, this is the next episode yeah. after that where you skin the squirrel. <laughs> You're going to hurt Jessie Lee's feelings, I feel like. She's a, she our squirrel advocate. She might be. I thought she liked opossums, though. No, everyone likes possums except for us. You know um, why? Because they eat ticks. Opossums. And there's a difference. 
I'm not sure what it is. No, don't don't press too far into this. Um, they suck. Anyway, coming up this Friday hasn't been released yet. Hasn't been recorded yet. Rebecca and I are going to be talking about all kinds of bookish things, readerly delights that are not just the books that you read, but like all of the things that make reading as a hobby more fun. Okay. I kind of blacked out when you said that. You don't read for fun. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's no fun. I'm German ancestry. That does not allow fun in things. There's a purpose. It's efficiency. Move along. Yes, exactly. Okay. Now, I, I do try to do things for fun, but I never could admit that to my ancestors. <laughs> Good. Just keep it our little secret. Yeah. Have you read anything that you want to talk about, or is it mostly... Nothing, nothing that I want to talk about. Okay. Um, some outstanding stuff, but it's very personal and very unique to where I am, and I don't assume other people are where I am. Not that they couldn't be. I'm sure. not saying that like I'm superior or something. I mean, I am, let's be honest, <laughs> but that's not why I would say that. Um, no, it's just, it's, it's very niche, very specific, and I don't think broadly appealing. Okay. Have you listened to anything? I have continued. This is how, I guess, it's the actual definition of narcissism. My favorite things I've been listening to is my own most listened to playlist on Spotify from last year. And I, I continue to enjoy things and, and rediscover. It's like, oh, yeah, who? that's great. Oh, I liked that. Yeah. Um, it's been it's been wonderful. Um, I don't think that's narcissistic because it's genuinely just Spotify reflecting back to you your own preferences and musical. Listen, if that taste. isn't a form of, if I dare say, masturbation, I don't know what is. <laughs> this episode is just a real well, grab bag. Just put the appropriate rating on it and let's move on. I know one thing. One thing you have. You know a lot of things. Don't shortchange yourself. I know one thing that you have been listening to against your will on repeat, and that is the Encanto soundtrack. Specifically, we don't talk about Bruno. That is, yeah, that's against my will because I've not been the one playing it. You have played that repeatedly to the point where I've now come in and been like, hey, Meg, you want to talk about Bruno? I think we should talk about Bruno because it's incessant. It's it's unrelenting. Can I just ask you a question, and will you please be 100% honest, I'm, no matter what the answer listen, is? Listen, there's a lot of things that I am, a lot of things I am not. I am regularly, other than when I'm not, I am always honest, except for when I'm not. So, yes, no. Will you tell Maybe. me the truth? I will do my best. Because I have been listening, and also singing, and mm -hmm. also your children sing that song. Well, out of... Out of brainwashing, they do because it's just constantly playing. No, 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 no. Um, you're being dishonest. Now you want me to be honest while you're being dishonest. That's an unfair metric to throw out there. Here's the question: Do you sometimes wake up in the morning singing? We don't talk about Bruno. No, any part of it. Nope. Okay. Not even once. All right. There are other things that I do sing. My Chemical Romance. Mm -hmm. Okay. Singing Black Parade. Mm -hmm. And it's just the intro. I mean, it's a great song all the way through, sure. but just the intro. And honestly, it's the last line of the intro before things pick up. It's 
especially meaningful to me where I'm at in my life, but I'm not going to talk about it. No. That or Bruno, and people can listen to it themselves <laughs> and figure out what in the world is he talking about. Okay. Or they can ignore it and say, he's a jackass. I don't care. All right. It's could go either way on that. Either way or both ways. I can be a jackass and you can still listen to it. Yes, also true. In fact, I probably am and you might. <laughs> well, the soundtrack for Encanto has been on a lot around the house. Yes, in my it vehicle, has. In my earbuds. Um, I love it. I already, it was my Awesome of the Week on this past Friday's show. I've already um, Last raised. Friday, did you talk about Bruno? We did. Talked about Bruno a little bit. <sighs> I don't even want to know his story at this point. I just feel like we either shouldn't or should talk about him. And that hurts my feelings for you because... It hurts your feelings? Mm-hmm. For you. No, no, no. Your feelings can't be hurt for me. You can't tell my feelings whether or not to be hurt Listen, and for what reason. You plainly need a man to explain this to you. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that steak knife? <laughs> It's in between my ribs. <laughs> the floating one, which is Eve. Okay. Um, the thing about Bruno is he's shunned by his family for being shunned a truth teller. For explaining things. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, Bruno. Yes. I'm sorry. Okay. So that I think that covers the listening territory. What about lifestyle? <sighs> enjoyments lately i've been in i was gonna say weird how words pop into the brain i was gonna say i've been living in a nugget but no more of a pod more of a isolation chamber okay um no i just i've been buried in my office doing stuff i don't even know what's going on in the real world so lifestyle i love coffee We've mentioned yeah. it before. I love our mocha pot. It's a great one. And a new one especially. Yeah, especially Isn't that it one. so freaking satisfying to watch it? Yeah, yeah. Tea? So the old one, if anybody has experience with mocha pots, the most basic layer of experience is a very, honestly, shoddily made aluminum thing. It makes great coffee, but it's about as appealing as a... As an STD. Well, here we go again. Well, that's, you know. um, Yeah, they're just ugly. And they break a lot, as we've experienced. Mm, Uh, Now, we we bought one that was a stainless steel base with a, I'm guessing it's Pyrex glass top, so you can actually watch when it begins to make. The coffee. Yeah. It made. That's a that's a reference. I think some people have used to toileting. Yes. So exactly. and so and so made. Oh, hey! Speaking of toileting, well, finish what you're going to say. No, no, me. I'm all intrigued now. What do you have to say? Well, Nico, the two and a half year old, he made. Starting to show interest in using the potty. He's but he won't do it in front of anybody. Oh no, no, no! You went into the living room. This has happened three times. Unsuspecting and found pee in the little portable child toilet training potty yeah. thing. Yeah, and if you're wondering why the toddler toilet is in the living room, you've never toilet trained a toddler. You've never you? had five children, so screw off. I think all of all five of our kids. 
the toddler toilet has been all around the house when yeah. potty training was going on. Yeah, you get desperate enough. You don't care if it's yes. literally on your dinner plate. It's just like, whatever, use it. Absolutely. In three separate times, I have come in and there has been a Nico amount of pee in the potty. But if you say, Nico, you want to go potty? And I got him like the big boy underwear. He's right. totally no, no interest. Not interested no in that. interest. He won't even acknowledge you no. when you hold them up. I tried this yes. yesterday morning. I held them up. Nico, what's this? He literally just left the room in silence. <laughs> He's never silent. Slam the door behind him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but he can do it. And so this is a thing that's on the horizon, of course, because of him being in daycare. We really got to get this done by June when he turns three. Right. Because they won't let him come back. And we're like, sweet Jesus, we need the daycare. Yes, exactly. We so, need the break from you, sir. You are a small tyrant. <laughs> He's a tornado. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm encouraged by this because he can do it. He's Listen, absolutely he, not going to do it when you tell him. He to. could have done this months ago. Yes. He's just a Nico. That was a nice way to say it. Quite the Nico. Quite the Nico. Um, one lifestyle thing that I need to mention that I am super enjoying is my brand new planner for the year. Yeah. Founded on the old. Are you going to tell the whole story? Um, from, from scarcity to abundance. Oh, I forgot about that story. Yeah. Thank you for reminding me. You're welcome. As you all know, if you know me at all, you know I love a planner, I love a journal, I love all things pens and paper. Now, the end of the year had rolled around, and because of our various sicknesses, I had not yet done my yearly, my annual ritual of going through, reading reviews, reading, doing the research, picking a new planner for 2022. I mean, I just like, it just escaped my mind that I would need a new planner. So January 1st rolls around and I'm like, oh shoot, don't have a planner. You didn't say shoot. Just for the record. In this version, in my telling of it, I said, oh shoot. You said no planner. SOB comma <laughs> other things. It's probably more realistic. Yeah. Um, but I had remembered that at the beginning of the school year, the twins teacher, even though we homeschool, we have a teacher who's assigned to us, it's complicated, but she had brought over some worksheets, some books and packets for the boys. And she had given me a Moleskine planner that was like for 2021, even though this was like in September. And she was like, I know this isn't the beginning of the year, but blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I never wrote a thing in that planner and I forgot I had it until I was doing some cleaning up after Christmas and I found it and I was like well I mean I have this Moleskine planner it's a very nice little planner that's never been written in maybe I could just like mark out the days yeah and make it be a 2022 planner and then I was like which is literally a year's worth of reminders every day that you're a cheap bastard (laughs) who wants to do that So I said, no, because this is one of the things in life that brings me so much joy, is my planner. Being a cheap bastard. (laughs) No. Okay. Good. You shouldn't be. Is my planner, my paper, my pens, the the thrill of it. Yeah. Brings me so much joy. Trust me, I know. I've tried to discourage it, but it can't stop, won't stop. There's pins everywhere in our room. Pins and planners. I have literally like three planners right now. I know. Not I fell planners. asleep on one. It was literally an instance of if it's up your butt, you'd know. I did because I woke up and that's where it was. <laughs> it was on the bed and I grabbed it with my butt. Oh, my. Okay. So here's what I do have going on. 
I found on Amazon a little two for dill. I was at deal. Two not for dill? dill? <laughs> not dill. If you don't like these two, here's a pickle. My my Southern Oklahoma came out for just one word. Yeah. It's two for dill. That's one of the towns in Southern Oklahoma. (laughs) Probably is. Um, So Just south of Medill, (laughs) which is an actual town. That's why that sounded familiar. I was like, is there? I was thinking, is there a town called two for dill? Yes, Medill. It's it's more of a commonwealth and less of a town. I don't know. Um, I found on Amazon a planner for 2022 and bonus, it came with a blank lined journal. Double bonus. It was for the current year. Yes, it was for 2022. I ordered it. I got it in gray. Gray is one of my favorite colors. I thought you were going to say engraved and I was like, holy (laughs) shit, you really committed. That's big time. I was almost proud of you. You should have. Why not? If they offered engraving services, I would have. They probably do if you ask. So here's what I've got going on. I've got my planner that's dated that is, you know, keeping track of appointments and and deadlines and those types of things. I've got the blank journal that I'm going to use for bullet journaling. And then Mm -hmm. I also have a reading journal. Oh, wow. So I've got So when you listen to a book and claim to read it, you can yell notes at it and it will magically record them? I hate you. Oh, you do? (laughs) I don't know why it brings me such pleasure to screw with you on this because it's fine. I really am not invested. Listening is fine. Reading is fine, whatever. But it it just, I see the fire ignite in you when I say it and I can't stop myself. I know. I know. That was my, That's. it's on me. It's my mistake. I should have never. You showed emotion. I should have let the first I, comment go. I'm known for killing emotion. Yes. That's what I'm known for. I should have let it go. I should have just like, <laughs> checked out and pretend like that didn't happen, like disassociate completely. Right. But no, unfortunately, I showed my ire. You did. And oh, and I can't stop really now. I'm like a... I'm like rolling, just full on rolling my back in the mud. I'm a, I'm a indulgent pig in this moment. Mm-hmm. Can't stop, won't stop. Yes. Back off. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> Not unlike our dogs rolling around in the backyard. Oh, they love it, they especially love when it. you put one of their coats on them. That's the thing. Like I can't even put their little doggy coats on them anymore because, and it's cold. Here. It is cold. They need the coats. They need the coats. They're constantly shivering and tremoring and and just like look like abused dogs on yeah. some pitiful victims. Yes. Yeah. Did you say pedophiles? Pitiful. Pitifuls. Okay. Pitiful abused animal like fundraising commercial something. There should never be a pedophile dog. <laughs> That's a terrible, That's your show is risque. Okay. But we got those little fleece jackets for them and they can, I can't even put them on them because well, they're immediately. Itchy. Evidently they're itchy. They must be the itchiest As the kids ever. say, AF, whatever yes, that means. AF. They go out there, they roll around in every piece of dead grass and leaf yeah. on the planet. If anybody's familiar with like what a sniper looks like in a ghillie suit, yeah. And if you're not, you should Google that image. That's that's what they do to themselves, other than the fact that pink doesn't blend in well to any environment. Right. They could not even yeah, – I can't say that on the air. Never mind. They And then they bring it in the – they want to come Remind in the house. me later, and I'll say inappropriate <laughs> things off air. Okay. And then they want to come in the house, and they're dripping – and shedding um, leaves and grass all over Yo, the place. You're right. It's disgusting. It's yeah. filthy. Yeah. Animals. 
We're just trying to keep them safe and warm. It's true. That's the thing about dogs slash humans. We regularly try not to accept the thing we need the Mm. most and want the most. Yeah. Do a little self-sabotage with it. Yeah. Take some some few moments to think about that while we break for commercial. That's commercial music for anyone that needed it. Uh, Feel free to insert an ad there. All right. It will sell more items because of my jingle. Good, good, good. Everyone knows this. I hear the siren wail of a toddler upstairs. Did we make it through everything? Watch, read, listen. We're on lifestyle? Yeah. And you said you didn't have much because you've been holed up in your office. I mean, nothing new. Yeah. What I will say, and I think this is valuable. I do. I think this is valuable. And the moment that you've not experienced anything new, but you've continued to experience things. Yeah. I think that's a valid time to look and say, well, what, in the absence of something shiny and new to distract me, what have I enjoyed Yeah. in the moments? Because that's a lasting thing. Right. And we've mentioned them before, but one of my Christmas gifts, early Christmas gifts, because that's what we do is the Ray-Ban Wayfarer in Havana, Havana, Mm -hmm. which is the, let's call it aggressive tortoise shell, Mm -hmm. is the color design. Man, every time I put those on, which is every day that I get in my delightful Jeep to Mm -hmm. go somewhere, Mm -hmm. um, it's enjoyable. Yes. As is the Jeep. So I would say two things that have lasted that have not gotten old, that have not lost the delight of newness. Mm-hmm. Three things. I'll throw in a third. Oh my. I'm normally a man of twos, but I will throw in three. Yeah. One, those sunglasses never get old. Okay. Two, that Jeep never gets old. Get a Jeep. It's one of the most delightful things you could forcefully interject into your life. Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful thing. And then third, I did get a watch that I love. Yep. As one of my other Christmas presents, and I wear that daily. It's a mechanical watch, which is kind of a cool thing in and of itself, and I love it. And so those are the things, amongst all the other mayhem and madness that goes on in the course of a day, whether or not all three of those things or just one of them comes into the course of a single day's madness, they all bring me peace, centering, delight, wonderfulness, And they make me a little bit less of the a-hole that I would normally be, (laughs) which you can't not appreciate. You being you, Meg. Yes, of course. The listening audience is like, no, you're pretty much an a-hole all the time. (laughs) We've not caught the episode where you weren't. So that's fine, too. Whatever. (laughs) No, that's good. That's a good reminder. And it truly is like in in the midst of the chaos, if you can find ways to be good to yourself. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. And I think that's huge. And I think that's worthy. If it requires you calling yourself an a-hole, you find the thing that lets you have some love and enjoyment and passion in your life, even if it's something so simple as sunglasses or a watch or something so grand as a vehicle. Damn it, you deserve it. Do it. All right. Apologize to no one. Okay. Explain it to every man. (laughs) Okay. Sounds good. All right, well, what should people do in the meantime? Well, if they don't know by now, I'm not sure they'll ever know. Oh, okay. But for anybody who happens to be new, if you don't have an awesome today, you're an idiot. <gasps> have an awesome today. I would today. never say that. Would you? Please do, but no one's an idiot. Okay, bye. Um, there are plenty of people who are idiots, but it's plainly none of you because you're listening to the show. Okay, goodbye. 
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.